Welcome to another episode of the behind the scenes content for Byliners, presented by The Cruelest Month. In this episode, we're interviewing some of the cast from Byliners. You'll get to hear about the recording process, the acting process, and anything else we can tangent our way into. If you haven't already, go give us a follow on social media. We're on all platforms at The Cruelest Month Podcast. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the superhero podcast. Enjoy the episode. Folks, welcome again to April is the cruelest month, which makes less sense every time I say it when we're doing stuff in the DC universe. But nonetheless, I'll say it. Uh, I'm Kelly Johnson. I'm the uh, showrunner for our podcast. I am here with the creator of our most recent episode, Byliners, Mr. John Petrie. Hello, hello, everyone. And several of the cast members. We could not get everybody, but several of the cast members. So I'm just going to go around to what is my right, and introduce you all, if you would just say hey. Uh, first, we have the lovely and talented Bridget Crosgrove. How you doing? There it is. The lovely and talented Mateo Irvin. Hello, hello. The lovely and talented Robbie Taylor. Hi. The lovely and talented Sabia Michelle Derry. Hey. The lovely and talented Anasini Katoa. Hey, hey. And Josh. <laughs> yeah and the rest wow Josh is our resident sound guru and to him we all we owe all thanks it's good to have you all here ladies and gents so welcome to the behind the scenes interview um it is delightful to have you all here let me explain how this tends to work we prefer a roundtable discussion but i understand that it is very awkward to do in a zoom setting so i'll throw some stuff out and just talk and we'll worry about talking over each other in in post that becomes josh's problem not ours um no is let, let each other speak and then i then i'll probably call on you individually just just so we can have some sort of clear pattern uh and certainly if stuff occurs to you if there's questions that you have that you want to ask john uh, especially ask john john loves to talk like get him going um mm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you john so John's also jumping. had a beer tonight, so John right, normally so, doesn't do that before he gets on public speaking like this. So, all right. So here's my first question. This is th- this is going to be roundtable, but I'll go around and call you in order. Uh, this is important to make note of. Today is Tuesday, January twelfth, twenty twenty one. I would like you to just briefly say how your character would react to the events that occurred in DC on the sixth. <laughs> Bridget, you're first. Um, I think Bridget's, Bridget's mouth fell open and has been hanging open. I was just like, was I'm the first one to the right. Oh no! Oh no, shit! <laughs> oh god! Um, I think uh, that Vicky Vale would be um one of the uh, TikTok journalists that was there on the day. 
okay. sort of in and amongst the muck, screaming about how uh, this is legit treason and, uh, you know, follow to find out more. Um, yeah, I, I think she would she'd be in amongst the muck, probably getting yelled at by uh, a couple of white supremacists, you know, okay. you know how right. she do. How she? All right. She's in the muck raking. Mateo, you actually had a couple of characters. You can answer for both. Okay, yeah. I would say uh, Tommy, the henchman, would probably just wait for like for orders. Just gonna just gonna go with the flow, whatever the sure. the, the the money person says. Right. Uh, but the driver, the the taxi driver. I feel like we'd get a real uh, end of the first Spider-Man, Sam Raimi, where the the citizens of New York come up. You mess with one of us. You mess with all of us. <laughs> uh, and just like charge in there. Absolutely. That's that's awesome. SJW I love that. taxi driver. Nice. All right. Robbie. Now, while I condemn the actions that these people have perpetrated, I feel <laughs> that their right to speak is sacrosanct. And so I personally stand with Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley. Oh, wow. That I think. Um, I'm getting paid, right? I, <laughs> that's Brax. That's well, that's that's pure Braxton. That's that's lovely. All right, Sabia. Oh, Lois would have been all up in all up in it. She would have called it domestic terrorism because sure. that's what it was. <laughs> um, she probably uh, would have had all of the names of all of the people. Employed in our government who were involved oh, yeah. in the planning and execution of said domestic terrorism. Um, yeah. Yeah. Love she would have just idea. been like, I told you so. Some ass kickery. <laughs> Some tape. Yeah. Basically. That's just a, a headline story that's just, the, the headline is, I told you so by yeah. Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just, just All right. damn it. Bonacini. Yeah, I'm, I'm with everyone else. I Iris Allen would definitely be all over Twitter, all over all of the social media feeds. I feel like helping collect all of the information from everybody and just making sure that that was getting to the authorities and then the outlets that needed to get it. She, yeah, no, she, she would totally be all over that. I also wonder maybe would she like, well, maybe Flash would probably be there too, right? I mean, like running presumably. around, maybe taking pictures of everybody, making sure we get all the faces. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's a, boy, now. now there's a good use of Flash. I never right. thought of that. Yeah. They took maybe surveillance before they did it. Why would you even need him? They yeah. did the work <laughs> themselves. <laughs> that's true. They planned it that's online. It's not, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not like they were subtle or hiding about they it. Posted it's their just name, nobody, what they did, their social it. security number, mm-hmm. their home address. All the videos are geocached or parlor. They yeah. wore their work IDs, yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was, was the like, dumbest thing. You got it's, your work ID. Listen, we had, we had at least two elected officials that participated and, like, posted about it. Like, talk so about... At, at least yeah. two. Uh, at me, least I'm saying, two. but at least yeah. two that I have heard of. Two, mm-hmm. two, two that have been outed that I have encountered. But, like, there's, like, yeah. you know... All right, John... Uh, because uh, Stas, who who was Cat Grant, and Jamie, who was uh, Daggett, couldn't join us tonight, I'm going to ask you to answer for both of them. 
Okay. Same question. What would Cat be doing in on the sixth and in uh, relating with it? And what would Daggett be doing? Daggett would probably be trying to. He'd be sitting at his house somewhere, trying to figure out how he could make money off of this. Okay. Um, right. And I think Cat would be very high, like you know, the highest floor that she could possibly get to, just because. I don't want to have to run in heels anymore. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Daggett definitely pawned the parlor server off to the FBI. <laughs> oh, you, know, you know that's true. Yeah. You know that's true. But he also started the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing oh, he, both sides. He, he oh, yeah. opened it. He started the company. Oh, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm, like, certain, I'm certain he did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um... How familiar were you, uh, and this is for anybody, I'm not going to go around specifically, but how familiar were you or not with your character or with this world that John created? Anybody? Uh, With this world, uh, honestly, I have been reading and watching, thanks to Super Friends, Batman, since I could actually understand anything that was the first my first understanding of heroes was superman batman and wonder woman that was on my i think fourth no fifth birthday cake it was the three of them yeah and so i have loved batman forever and i was when batman the animated series came out i was in i think I don't know. I'm old, uh, but, it was, <laughs> <laughs> but it was at the time where I should have, by rights at that point, have been over co- uh, cartoons and comics and such, as regular society deems it. Um, and the only reason I didn't see more episodes is because I had to run like hell to get home from school in order to get there on time to watch it. So, yeah. There were some amazing episodes. And so, yeah, I, I didn't know Braxton really, but I knew the world. Okay. All right. So you were familiar with Lois and Vicky oh, yeah. Vale and, and well, Vicky Vale, oh. I would assume, uh, I'm assuming more than, yeah. Um, and, uh, and um, uh, Iris, Iris Allen West, yeah. et cetera. All right. Or Alice West Allen, excuse me. Um, all right. Anybody else? Familiarity? None? Some? Heard of one of them? I mean, I'm not a superhero person like I didn't really grow up watching superhero stuff but I knew who Lois Lane was I mean okay icon <laughs> yeah and Definitely. she is right yeah right all right anybody else jump in I agree I was about the same um I knew of like S- Superman and Lois Lane like existing but I was uh I wasn't really like too into them but I always I love the Superman shirt they're surprisingly comfortable all the time so but it was because <laughs> uh it was super nice uh coming in to do this project because I was assigned Vicky Vale and I had never heard of Vicky Vale before you meet you meet you muted yourself yeah whoops uh I was like oh cool like a new character I I just thought it was going to be Lois Lane and Superman and everything and it turned out to be a wider universe thing so I ended up learning which is always good. I like I like adding new wrinkles to my brain. That's a good time. Right. Um, so yeah, it was cool. All right, Matteo Anasini, either one of you guys. 
Yeah, I've been following Tommy Comics since issue number one. Uh, <laughs> no, I, He's uh, my favorite henchman. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've seen him get hit so many times. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was a super nerdy kid and still am essentially a super nerdy kid in a man's body. Uh, and uh, so I've always been following them. But I, I realized I've, I've mostly had a relatively surface level understanding like uh, Vicky Vale is not someone who I'd ever heard of. Uh, uh, some of the more, neat, I guess, like less mainstream characters. But mm -hmm. I did for a while. I was a birthday party clown and uh, had to dress up as Batman and Superman and like escort Wonder Woman around these parties. So I, I took the time to like, OK, let's go back into this and, and read through some of the backstories and pick up some of their lines uh and that 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 was a nice return to to childhood for me that's interesting what a research what method what lines yeah. did you pick up i want to know oh, i want to know what uh, the lines are these are, these are uh, let's see oh man it's me. been a few years it, it was mostly like uh, a <laughs> yeah, hey, kid's birthday uh, party yeah, yeah, exactly. me. there was a lot of like i, I am the, the night um I'm the wearing night. this massive incredibly sweaty fake muscle uh, right uh batman suit Right. Um, it was still nice to feel like I was doing something, some kind of character <laughs> research. Sure, <laughs> imagine yeah, if that no, girl's listen. name was like that birth. That girl having a birthday. Her name was Rachel. 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 <laughs> Rachel. Where's um, the cake? Actually, Rachel didn't show up until issue number two hundred thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you get um actually at a kid's birthday party. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. Right. Congratulations, Sini. How about you? Yeah. Um. I was mostly familiar with like the mainstream characters of the universe. So like I growing up, I don't know why, but I was super duper into Superman. He was just my favorite. I loved um, uh, him and Lois. I didn't really know Vicki Vale. Also, I was surprised that there was the connection between um, Iris and her husband, just everybody else. I don't know why I, I thought that they were in different universes, but they weren't, they were all together. I, I, I also, I mean, I like, I really have no idea. My brothers were into it and I was like, okay, that's cool. If it wasn't Superman, I was like, whatever. Batman's just like a really rich dude who like has super cool toys. Um, yes. Superman's yes. an alien. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was it. And I mean like, and then they would have like, more to like back up their claims and then that's all I would have. And I'd be like, whatever, bye, I win. But I, I mean, that that's all I, I had. I did not have a lot of um, knowledge about the world, love the movies, but like, that's it. Yeah. And I know that my brothers, if they listen to this, they will hear me sounding so dumb and be like, you suck. Why did you, why did you do it? Honestly, these brothers, we'd like you to know on, on behalf of all of us that she did great. She, she, like yeah. it, you should, if you haven't already go listen to her being Iris West Allen and you'll be like, Whoa, you know, our, our sister, they'll be very touched. Part of the DCEU. QLFD. There it is. Now, all those letters. The DCEU extended universe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, all right. John. Yeah. What where did you first come into what's your entree to this world, these these specific characters? Uh, oh, these characters specifically? Yeah. Um oh god, I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, I always knew I knew Superman and Lois Lane. The first comic book I ever bought was Wonder Woman. 
um, which I've said, Wonder Woman yep. number 225, volume one, 1976, 30 cent cover price. Yes, I am that person and I'm pushing my glasses up my face. Right <laughs> when it comes to, and let me just be clear, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to Wonder Woman, John is the expert, not I, an expert. He is the expert. Yeah, if I probably could have gone to medical school, but there was a lot of comic book knowledge taking up space. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't push it out. Um, let me see. Um, into a well, Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, I said you've effectively turned your brain into a prune with all of your Wonder Woman knowledge. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, with William uh, Marston, you could have gone psychology. So that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I could have gone with psychology. Um, that look, in case you're wondering, folks, is John rethinking his entire life. That whole, <laughs> whole look was John reconsidering his path. And he just every day, PhD every day, I rethink yeah. my entire life. Um, <laughs> there have been so many sort of iterations of all of them. Um, Vicky started out as a photojournalist who was essentially trying to unmask Batman the way that Lois would always try to unmask Superman. And Iris was never quite played that way, but she was always kind of, anyway, there have been a lot of different iterations. Um, I am very much into the, the more modern iterations where Vicky, I, I, I've said this before and I will say it again. I think Lois is the best detective in the DC universe. I think she can do everything that Batman can do without punching people and, you know, scaling walls. Um, and I, frankly, would put Iris and and Vicky right behind her. I don't understand. You know, I, I love superhero comics. I love to watch people fly. I love to watch people, you know, going into space and other universes. But if I could have, you know, a 40-page a comic book four times a year of Lois, Iris, and Vicky stories, hells yeah, give that to me. I would be thrilled to do that. DC, that, if DC? you're listening, if you anybody has a job. I smell a Netflix show. <laughs> Pitch it. You know what? We get all of a sudden a Netflix executive zoom zoom bombs the meeting. And it's like you're greenlit, and then zooms out, and he's gone. Yes. And we're like, what? What? Want a show? <laughs> um. All right. What? Um. Uh. I will start on my left this time, Bridget, so you don't feel picked on consistently. <laughs> I know. Uh. So starting with you, Anasini. What? Uh. What surprised you in the script? I, I know that you weren't familiar with the world or the characters, but I also, what I'm hearing from everybody is like, well, I was kind of familiar with Lois Lane and Superman. And, and that means you have some idea. You have some idea in your head of what that world is. So given the idea in your head and then given John's script, what surprised you? What was unexpected? Um, the first thing that surprised me was just off the right off the bat just how everybody was connected to each other and how it i mean for me watching like the the cartoons as like a kid i don't know they're i just see like the magic the superhero there's like something's going wrong and then the super people come and save the day and That's reading it hmm. yeah it was like oh wait a second it, i'm i got more of a sense of like this is I think because I was like put in Iris's shoes, 
I got to see like a day in her life. Like it wasn't all just like the glitzy, there's a bomb or like a train is like going to fall off the tracks. It was, it, it was, it was really cool to, to like see like their every day to day, if that kind of makes sense. Um, what, because this is just where my brain lives most of the time, the, the acting part of it or having to like do the voice acting for it. Right, should I like skip? Should I not answer this? Cause this is, this was like the, okay, I'm going we're, here. You, you're allowed to say whatever the fuck whatever you want to say. Is, There's no the restrictions zone. on this goddamn thing yeah. at all. Swear you can rant against whatever, go to town. If we don't like it, we'll edit it out. What I thought was really, really cool was um because we were doing it all over zoom. I was so unsure of how it was all going to work. Cause I know that zoom recordings just like funky and um, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm used to it and missed getting to like play off of everybody in real time. And so I was like, I do I have to like wait for like the end and like for someone to finish their sentence? Like, is that going to like seem real? And like, if it is, how's the editing person going to like, push it together. If we have to talk on top of each other, it was just like my mind exploded and I had so many questions and I was like, how, this is very cool. I want to do this, but like, how, what are we doing? Does that like somebody stop us before we all crash and burn (laughs) when we we did it? It was amazing. It was so amazing. And, um, and just, just the, the talent in the zoom room with like the different voices and care, just what everybody was bringing I think that for me was, was lovely and how like I really did get transported into the world in a different way. Cause I, I usually just do stage and to like, just be sitting in front of a screen and having a mic and like boxes that, that part was super freaking cool because I, with everybody and with the story, I got to see the world and, uh, and that, that part was super cool. Super, super cool. Probably like the hardest thing I had to do not all pandemic because like <laughs> staying home and going nowhere is pretty hard. <laughs> but like this, <clears throat> this was cool. It was, it, I had to exercise a different part of my brain. As the oh. person who devised that, the terrifying system that you have uh, enlightened, uh, you, you yeah. should have seen me in the corner. Like when we came up, when like pandemic land hit and we realized we had to record everybody remotely, like that was just uh, our fate. <laughs> Uh, me in the corner trying to figure out because like that was at the time when Zoom just like didn't record things or didn't do. Yeah, we weren't using Zoom. We were using another. We, I, we, I won't name yeah. them. I won't name them. But no, we, we were don't using like another. Sponsor, sponsor me. Give me money, and I will. I yeah, will, yeah. If they uh, sponsor us, I'll I'll plaster. We can call. They can call it their podcast for all yeah, I fucking care. Yeah. But um, we were using another another uh, sound recording Which system. We still down. use for our main series, but. And, and in fact, it works very well one on one. But for things like the table read, it it it's a nightmare. Or like so a, the yeah. So the fact that Zoom has improved their sound, we are eternally well. Cool. And so, I'm just glad you know it's it's really cool. Like you said, like when you get to hear how it all works out. Because I'm sitting there the whole time while everybody's speaking, and I'm like, we we do a lot of takes for every scene. Like as you guys all know, as like, you all know, yeah, as you all know, we take a million takes of everything. Because I have to sit there and like play them off of each other because you know we're just not afforded the luxury so like each scene is like oh and like down to like words where i'm like oh you know in this scene 
Bridget says these three words really great. And then this one word right here, I, I just don't like that inflection. So I'm going to go take it from the other take and put it in here because it's going to match up with Sabia's line eight lines down the road. And that's, yeah. and that's just it is that some of it is, some of it is, is we have, because Josh and I will go through and pick the takes, but then he has to massage and make sure all the takes line up. And sometimes he has to replace the ending of a take with a different take because it lines up better. And, you know, this is why Josh is amazing. All right. So to sum up, Anasini's big surprise is that we didn't suck. Okay. All right. So moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. Cut that out. <laughs> I was, I was semi-confident. All right. Okay. All right. Good. Good to know that we impressed Anasini. Good. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm totally teasing you. I'm totally teasing you, Sini. I'm only doing it because I know I can. I'm sorry. Um, Sabia, now that everybody's scared. Sabia, what surprised you about the show? What, what surprised you about the process? Like, again, given the world that you may have known about Lois Lane, Superman, whatever, in reading the script, and maybe nothing did, but was there something that surprised you or was different than what you were expecting? I wasn't, I wasn't really expecting much because again, I had. Well, wow. That's two. Wow. You guys didn't suck second. I expected nothing from yeah, you. I got audio and I got video of that. Uh, to be, you, can, you can turn your microphone up just a, just a hair. I clearly need to come up with a new question to ask everybody because this is going badly. <laughs> Twisting my words. I'm sorry. No, I'm that. sorry, Sabia. I interrupted. Please. <laughs> I I wasn't expect I didn't know what to expect actually sure. because um because my experience with the DC universe and with superheroes in general is so limited um but I mean once you were like hey do you want to play Lois Lane I did expect some badassery and we did get that so <laughs> I was like very happy about that um I don't know I feel like and I don't know if anyone else feels this way um as like art makers who consume art that like I don't I'm always pleasantly surprised when the women band together and the plot like the plot is resolved because every all the women like band together and put their smarts together Very. and it didn't turn into you know bad girls club or like real housewives <laughs> basically <laughs> I hate that sure. I hate yeah. that I'm like so I expect you know such a low bar when it comes to women interacting obviously I knew that working with you guys it was going to be um something really exciting and not uh, cliche and well, silly. I totally pitched a housewives ending, but John absolutely <laughs> refused it. Uh, he was like, "No, no." It was because I didn't wear the gown. Actually. That is, mm. that is actually why. Well, good. We I'm glad. Gown. I'm glad you had that experience to be. I am. I am. I am super pleased to hear that. Like we, yeah, we we were pleasantly surprising in that regard because. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it should to be, see these three yet. women band together in the plot and like save the day was just so exciting and i'm always I'm gonna say, down i'm gonna that. say three and a half because cat's in there she's not fully on board but oh. you know oh my god i, I just destiny's out. child did this whole poor <laughs> <laughs> <Or> cat grant <laughs> robbie what about you man what what uh what what surprised you or didn't if i'm honest the fact the only thing that surprised me was that this hadn't been used in the 90s Batman. It felt to me like the storytelling felt like um, I almost got him, which is my favorite Batman episode ever. 
Yeah, that is a great one. And sorry, it, just just to explain for those that don't know, in Batman the Animated Series, there is an episode where all away. the villains are discussing how close they came to killing the Batman. Yeah. And that's called I almost got him. Right. So just what just so folks that? know what we're talking about. Yeah. I need, I need to go watch that. It's Oh, it's oh God, it's, it's like great. My favorite episode and it's on HBO Max. Sponsor me. HBO uh, Max, we love you. Give us money. All right, go ahead. Let's make a series. Uh, and fine. so, DC. as I was reading through it, I was picturing the 90s Batman, like, you know, angles. I was like, oh, they're walking down the street. And I was just picturing the, these long sort of 40s futuristic cars and people dressed and just sort of like very, yeah, boss, what are we going to do? We're going to go over there and do a thing. This is a 40s car, but it's actually 30s. And yet, his look, a Zeppelin. You know what I mean? Like all, <laughs> <laughs> like all the 90s Batman world building in my yeah, head yeah. going on. Everything's art echo. Yeah. <laughs> like I was picturing myself as a you know character, just very blocky and probably actually done by uh, Phil um, Lamar. But Voiced by uh, Phil Lamar. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But it was just so... I felt like I had made it. You know what I mean? Like all my years of love for Batman. Batman is my, well, not, eh. Batman and Spider-Man are kind of, you know, right there. Mm -hmm. And then Hulk mm -hmm. is only slightly lower. <laughs> all right. I love the the broken ones. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure what that says about me, but I love the broken ones. So, um that's why being able to do this was ju it just felt like yeah I, I finally get the chance yes it nice. was as awesome as i thought it was oh i get to see some tasty words oh delicious holy crap the women actually have their own agency yes my nerd brain i mean in case you're wondering if i'm a nerd ah there it is yeah, this shirt has been presented. Yeah, yeah. So, that it's not just a TARDIS shirt; it's Jack Skellington right. seeing the TARDIS on a tree. That's 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 nerdum, pal. Yes, yeah. pretty. I like to mix my nerd. Nirvana it makes me happy. So levels. That sure. that's the kind of nerd that I am, and that's so nice. I felt sweet. Like this was amazing, and I loved being a part of it. And um, uh, please, kid, sir, can I have more? <laughs> oh, up! Oh. Hey, hey, Danielle. Hey, hey! I can, I can only. Hey, oh, go ahead. I'm. No, welcome. I'm I, delighted you're here. Welcome, I can welcome, only be welcome. Here till, uh, about nine. All good. Okay. Well, we've got you for fifteen minutes. All right. Then I'm gonna forgive me. I'm gonna interrupt the order, Mateo oh. and Bridget, and I'm gonna first of all, hey, Danielle. Danielle played Kate. Uh, for everybody that's listening um in uh in byliners and uh the question going around at the moment danielle is uh is i'm going to give it to you as sort of a two-folder which is or two-parter which is a how familiar were you with the world that we were playing in that you know lois and and vicky and cat and and iris etc and then well first of all let me ask that one like how familiar were you with this world 
the one specific to this actual script, not really at all. Uh, I mean, I grew up okay with the the Superman mythology, of course, and and knew of Lois and okay, okay, and all that. I didn't know of these other women. Um, and when you told me that, okay, all right, so yeah, no, go ahead, no, go ahead, finish. When that you thought. when you told me that the Kate character that I was playing was eventually going to be Batgirl. Is that what you said? Uh, she actually one. is uh, Manhunter. Oh, Manhunter. Why it's that It's Manhunter. My, my bad. I, anyway, no. Yeah, I my, my apologies. I think I told you Batwoman, but yeah, Manhunter is, yeah. Um, okay. Then given given like your your familiarity with it, and that, that was sort of echoed generally, was sort of you've heard of Superman, Lois Lane, et cetera, but not much else. What uh, about the script when you got them and got a chance to read them? Was there stuff that surprised you, or was it different than what than whatever expectation you was had in your head, that you had in your head? No, no. <laughs> All right, that's perfectly legit, man. That's, that's 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 a legit answer. It kind of I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I don't know. It 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 felt uh, it felt right. It felt believable to me. The world, you know. Okay. I liked it that it's um, all right. We have a lag, I guess. Sorry. Sorry. We have a yeah. That's okay. Sorry. Say that again. Lag. Oh, I don't remember what was I saying. Um, I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. I'm just delighted you're here. Yay! Yay! I know from experience. Um, from the, all right. I'm going to uh, keep. Get... Oh, sorry, Cal. No, oh, please. There's there's a weird there's a weird lag going right now. Um, I know from being the person who is cc'd on a bunch of our well on all of the casting emails uh, when we do stuff. I I always like to see how Kelly sends like what we're doing, like what the show is, because um, it's really because like by the time the casting emails are already sent, like I've already read through the script like half a dozen times and have gone through and I'm like, what does, how is Kelly going to describe this in two sentences of, Hey, we have this show. Um, and not only that, because he sends it per person, like this is your role. What, what is your role going to be? And like, sometimes it's just, Hey, you're playing Lois Lane. Good luck. Um, which I'm pretty sure. Was <laughs> what he, which I think is exactly what I wrote to Sabia. You're, you're Lois Lane. Good luck with that. Yeah. There's like, like an hey, agent. You're playing Lois Lane. Yeah, exactly. Yes, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Um, whereas, like, you know, it'd be like I don't think I've I don't Vicky think I've Vero, ever been that brusque. Like a side character, like you know, she was a side character in Batman, like one of Batman's love interests. Like, you know, it's a cool thing for Vicky Vale as opposed to like, yeah, you're just gonna be Lois Lane. Thumbs up. Yeah. I also, to, in my defense, I felt like I don't think I have to explain who Lois Lane is. I don't think is, you do either. No, but uh, I mean, you know. Yeah, I think um, I, I remember. All right, that. I'm gonna. I'm... <laughs> go, yeah, go. Yeah, no, I was just the, the last thing I was gonna say was I I I liked uh, how it was believable in the world we live in that these that there's a world within a world, but it's believable. It's modern. It's you know. Yeah, I. All credit to John for that. He was very clear about uh, wanting to have, 
I think of it as a bridge. And I mean, it started with the conversation. This is touching on something Robbie had said earlier, which is that that just like with the animated series of Batman, where the logic of. Well, John, you had a great quote from the other day about from that movie. Yeah, Um, there's the the terrible 1990s movie of the Avengers, the John Steed and Emma Peel. And it's a it's a terrible movie. If you're going to watch John Steed and Emma Peel, just go back and watch the original. But just um, go to the series. Yeah, yeah, just go to the TV series. Um, But the first line in the script is it's 1999 in London and the 1960s never ended. So the first line in byliners is it's modern day and the 1940s never ended. The music is all swing and jazz and the cars aren't cars, but roadsters. And then I was like, Good luck, Josh. <laughs> so sorry to do this to <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> when I tell you that I found an entire, like, I, ha- I have a massive, like, it's a sound library. So it's like, it's a giant software program, full suite that it's like sounds that I have acquired from other people or ones that I've recorded myself of all sound effects and world stuff. So like when somebody's like, oh, I need the sound of a car, I can just like input a car. And so I have now acquired a full sound of 1930s and 40s roadsters. Um, 1934 Rolls Royce is the sound of the car that Mateo drives. How uh, different are they? Nice. How different? Nice. That's yeah. a nice taxi. More different oh. than you would think. Um, they're not like hyper discernible, but if you go from something to like the 90s and then down to the 30s, you definitely get there's just a lot of rumble to it. You can tell the difference. Um, it also depends on like, you know, because it's theater. It's kind of like stage makeup where it's it has to be particularly overdone. So like while the sound of the car in there may be the scene is inside the car, you're playing the sound from like recorded outside of the car because you need like even though, you know, that's not what it sounds like inside a car. It's much more muffled and stuff like that. You need all of that. So like a lot of times I will use sounds of things like in cars in particular that are bigger, like larger engines, louder cars um, than necessary. But you would be surprised, especially in those older cars, how different they sound. Like the background cars were in like the forties and stuff like that. And you'd be like, Oh, they're a lot quieter than even like a 34 Rolls Royce is clicking and clattering about. And like, you know, it was, Oh, I remember young man. I remember. <laughs> oh, Back when we built real cars. Yeah. They yeah. were delicious. I mean, <laughs> I mean, where am I? <clears throat> All right. Um, I'm going to continue on. Mateo, uh, same question. What about the script or this world was different than you expected or surprised you? Uh, this was moderately competently done. So that's <laughs> follow on the train. Uh, no, man. <laughs> emphasis on the emphasis on the moderate. Moderate. Uh, I should, moderate. Danielle, Danielle, just to, so you're <laughs> looped into the jokes. Um, I started teasing on a CD because when she what she said is like basically what she said was like I was very impressed with the talent in the room and how great everything was. And I was like, so the sum up is what impressed you is we didn't suck. And then Sabia immediately followed with like you know, like I was pleasantly surprised. I liked it. And it's just kind of gone downhill from that. So we really, just, we really Mateo's putting us back on track of making sure Josh and I understand our place. in the <laughs> <game>. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Moderately competently. <done. laughs> I 
gassed them up a little bit too much, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. So I'm sorry, uh, Mateo, please. Oh, no, I had a, a very similar experience to Robbie where I was immediately, uh, I was taken back to my father had a, uh, like a little comic book. It was like the, a pulp uh, that yeah. kind of book that you would have uh, for Batman comics uh, where it was all like Biff, pow, bam, uh, people wearing fedoras and talking about Mac the Knife. Uh, and so I was immediately after watching nothing but like the Avengers where the big thing is like there's an alien nuclear explosion that's coming to Earth and it's going to wipe everything out to go from that to Ed is a corrupt politician and he's going to do something with chemicals was like I don't know. It was uh, it was the 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 like think global, act local of superheroes, uh, and that was kind of nice, nice, reinforcing that like yeah, at this time we feel kind of hopeless, but even we can have a little Lois Lane in our daily lives by voting out bad people. <laughs> there it is. Damn right. Yeah. So nice. that that was that was very pleasant, pleasant to to encounter in a in a superhero context. Actually, thank you for reminding me, Teo. Uh, Mateo, excuse me. Um, before Bridget, before I get to you, because I know Danielle is going to have to leave in just a minute. Danielle, I, I neglected the very first question I asked, which was, given your character, how would your character, what would your character have been doing, or how would they react to the events on this past January sixth? <laughs> that was a great reaction. I wish everybody could have heard the visual that I just got. Wow. Well, I don't know though. I, well, here's the thing. So okay. I couldn't quite bridge, you know, from this one scene, I know it's an early scene, yeah, but yeah. from how she goes from that to being as involved as being a superhero, <laughs> in other words, or that engaged with the world. Like it felt, sure. it felt this in the scene, like she was kind of ready to check out and, and be in another city with her husband doing whatever he wanted. Uh, doing what she does well, mm-hmm. but but I don't know. It didn't feel quite as engaged. So my my immediate <laughs> instinct was, you know, she would just call in sick and <laughs> get under her uh, uh, what do you call those weighted blankets and have some bonbons and damn right and in shock. But I suppose that's not accurate. No, I I th- listen. I think it's your character. I think if that's what you think she'd do, that's totally legit. I, no I'd be curious to know how she, she gets from where she is in the scene to where I guess she ultimately. So arrived. she actually is a prosecutor. She's a, she's an ADA in Los Angeles <laughs> and um, she's prosecuting this super villain, villain named Copperhead and he gets off on a technicality oh. and then he escapes and kills a bunch of people she is like, I'm done with this. She goes into the um, uh, evidence locker room, steals a super suit and a bunch of weapons and kills him. Okay, um, very cool. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's, that's how she gets the name Manhunter. She's okay. kind of like, I'm going to let the legal system do what it can do. But uh-huh. when it makes mistakes... I will be there to take care of it. And All right. It, I want to redo great... the scene now. I need to read <laughs> A little more direct than most, I had actually. no I idea. I know yeah. that backstory a little bit more straightforward. <laughs> well, we have both uh, you and Bridget here. If Josh is willing, we just lay down an alternate honestly, track right now. Yeah, we got your script. Right, guys. Oh. See you later. Yeah. 
Yeah, let me just let me let me open up everything and get, get a session <laughs> oh, open. Yeah. That that won't that won't be a problem at all. No, that's it won't take any time going. at all. It doesn't take any. No. No. Um. All right. Okay, Bridget, your turn. What? Uh, what? What about the script surprised you or was unexpected? Um. Given given the idea you had in your head of the world. Um. Honestly, I I'm unfortunately going to have to piggyback off of my brilliant co co-stars here with being like wow these women are strong and it's amazing that this story is about these women um because like uh like as someone who isn't necessarily deeply entrenched within the superhero slash comic world like I don't know these characters very well but um in like mainstream media uh it's always like Oh yeah, Lois Lane is like feisty, but she's the damsel in distress. She always gets picked up by Superman and flown out of danger. Or, you know, uh, it's always like the the women are always getting in trouble, and the heroes got to go save them. Um, but this time, it was really lovely and uh, honestly, uh, and very honest um, to have these superheroes just kind of offhandedly mentioned as like the guys were dating. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's sort of, I really loved the fact that they were like, yeah, like Vicky, you know, Batman. And I'm like, yeah, Batman. Like, geez, I can't even get him to like fucking have a cup of coffee with me. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. His superheroes, white privilege. What? Like, and it's just sort of like, I, Ooh, ooh, I've made the commenters mad. Sorry. Um, but yeah. If we like, get a commenter, I'd be delighted. Go piss them yeah, off, Bridget. I'll, Go to town. <laughs> like, come at me, bro. I'm Vicky Vale. You don't even know what <laughs> you don't even know this. <laughs> Try to come for me. Um, <laughs> no, but I it just seems like uh incredibly modern, fully fleshed out women. Like they are they are people who are like. I have a job to do and my job is to um, expose this corruption that's happening. So instead of, you know, putting women in the victim role, it's women doing something about it. And I won't give away the ending of the podcast. For those oh, hell, if they haven't listened to it by now, Bridget, screw them. Oh, okay. Well, then, then, uh, uh, yeah. Then, they like, can it, pause right now and go listen to it if it matters to them. Spoil it. Like, Spoil away. All right, all right. Spoilers, yeah. so, <laughs> but, like, I do like that it ends in a symbolic nutcracking, you know? Like, it's just, <laughs> it feels, <laughs> it feels good. It feels good for sure. all all of those uh female characters who have been written as victims and nothing else it's just like yeah no women know exactly where to hit you <laughs> like nice. right there nice we, we do we like you know we've taken the self-defense classes so it's just nice to have um fully fleshed out and realized human beings that happen to be female um to uh to play with and yeah it's fun we do i mentioned this before but we've done a lot we do a lot of takes when we go through like you guys all know we just do a metric ton of takes and in the final scene uh we went line by line for each person we just said you know like five different variations of each because you know i did i honestly did not know how it was going to stack up because they're all swirling and storming over each other and it's like 
how is this going to work? And Bridget has one line as Vicky where right at the heat, the heat of the moment when they're all shouting at each other, Bridget does not know, like Vicky does not know what's going on. Like doesn't understand. And she does this like, why are you? And then the penny like pauses and just goes, oh, but sings it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's just, so good. And then just goes off on it. And then for these, like, we just told him to improv just yelling at each other. So she just went off. And it's like 35 seconds of just going off. <laughs> and like, we went with the long one, Bridget. We went with the absolute ridiculous makes oh. no sense. And I one. cut it, like, right in the middle. Like, I cu- I mean, I just cut it right off. because uh, I think you get in- interrupted by Mateo or Chad. Um, yeah. And, That's... Uh, that's some uh, that's some New York City subway anger that I got to get out there. <laughs> like, some Sabia sort had, of... well, Sabia's line that got cut is uh, in there is uh, "You stay quiet, you. I'll tell her whatever the fuck I want, and it's whatever the." <laughs> It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we cut it off right there. Not that we can't swear, like, we're not rated. We could swear, yeah, we but swear there is something a little unsettling about Lois Lane saying fuck that I just could not quite get over the hump of. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know I'm prudish, but not for me. Yeah. So, John, you are actually center square on my screen. Mine which too. is delightful. Oh, yeah. um, so, this means, yeah, we're Brady bunching it, baby. Okay. So, this this now now that you are surrounded by all these people who have heaped effusive praise on your script, it's your turn. You have listened to the episodes. Yes. What surprised you or was unexpected about the playback of the episodes, John? Um well, so here's the thing. I oh, was at the table reading. I was yeah. at the table reading. So okay. for me, I was like it's one of those things. I don't know anything about the casting until I show up at the table reading. Um, so that is the only, the only thing that I worry about. I, the only thing that I was worried about up until that point was like, are they going to, are the actors going to understand that this is like a screwball comedy and it's 1940 and it's, you know, Roz Russell and Cary Grant and, Catherine Hepburn all in a movie. So I was like, I didn't have anything to worry about that. I literally said to Josh when he was doing the sound design so many times, I was like, I am so sorry because (laughs) I just threw all of these things at him. At one point, I think I actually had a stage direction in there that was like, Josh, I'm so sorry. It was, this it was like, I'm sorry, this is the sixth wooden floor that these people have had to walk yeah. on, but it's and, slightly and like, different than the other one. And I need you to was, make it sound different. What was hilarious about it is Josh, like we got to that and Josh like, why is he apologizing? Like wood floors are easy. I'm like, John feels bad. Just let him have it. Just let him apologize to you, Josh. Um, but just hearing it, I, and I, I normally, when it comes to me, let's all just lower our expectations now so no one's disappointed. Let's just bring the bar to the floor so everybody's good. Um, I was like, this is really fun. I was enjoying it like it was written by someone else, which I've never, I was like, oh, wow. I will say this though, um, at just like a little historical fact to throw out there, Lois Lane has been in serialized storytelling longer than any female character except Nancy Drew. Oh, just like just think about that vicky vale and iris allen 
have been around longer than the Wasp and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And in fact, uh, the other day, because I was interviewing John, I looked it up. 30 different actresses have portrayed Lois over the course of the franchise's history. 31. Some of which are like you wouldn't know, and some of which I was genuinely surprised. Now, I mean, this is every, this is animated, live action, et cetera. So, like, there's a long history with Lois Lane. That is fascinating. Well, to think now about, it's like, 31. That's right. <laughs> that's right. We're letting the DC Universe know to add it right now. Oh, edit the wiki. <laughs> the wiki's changing. But um, yeah, just just hearing hearing people actually speak the words and the, the caliber of actors and the amazingness that y'all are. I was like, okay, I'm set. Just send me the final file. And Josh always sends me an early file anyway. So <laughs> yeah. I will say I usually I usually send the writers one draft early. So like there's a copy, like, you know, there's a bajillion different copies of it as it's getting made, but there's a copy where like it doesn't have like the intro or the credits or like the fake ad we put in the middle or anything like that. It's literally just scene, a couple, like five seconds of silence, another scene, five seconds of silence. Like it's just like the way it gets sent to Kelly for notes. And I will on the, on the quiet, uh, send it to him in a, in a Slack and be like, I have a thing for you. If you want to hear what it's going to almost sound like. Um, Don't do that, Josh. I know. And then they're like, well, then, you know, they'll be like, well, what about, what about this thing? And yeah, then that's why you don't do that, Josh. And then I get a note that says, I get a note that says hey, there's this thing at this timestamp. And I'm like, apparently there's a thing at this timestamp. <laughs> um, but I have found that both of our writers uh, are usually, by the time I'm finishing it up, itching to hear it. Um, just uh, Yeah, that's true. And usually just because we don't, I usually don't send the version where it's just the raw dialogue, where it's just you guys talking, because it's just a, a bit strange when you write a, I've learned that it's a bit strange when you write a universe that is like this whole world, and then it's just the whole world is not there, and it's just people talking in a nondescript room. Uh, and then it just makes you uncomfortable, um, which is hilarious to dialogue at it. Like, I find it really funny, but like especially when people are like making the grunt of like kicking a guy in the balls and then nothing happens. There's no music. There's no sound effect. They just like made a grunting kicking sound, um, which is really funny in the timing of it. But yeah. Kel, do you have another question? Uh, I do. I have one more and then, and then oh, we, can, I think we can call it. I think we can call it. Oh yeah. Mateo. I just had one thing I realized I was uh, very surprised by. I, I don't think I'd ever encountered a, uh, a henchman with a life partner before. Right. Uh, and that, that was kind of nice. That yeah, was like, okay, cool. Cool. Nice. That was nice. So cool. always, always have to have some, some queer character in there somewhere. I love it. And, oh, and, and, and can I throw out too, if, if I may, that um, the other thing that's really uh, striking and lovely about it is the way Jamie uh, Geiger played Daggett. There is no, he's not being ironic when he said, when, you know, he's like, he's like, his husband's a jeweler. Yeah. He can make himself. He, it's played at like, he is this, like, first of all, let me just say, Jamie plays like a gleeful gangster. He's like um, Christoph Waltz out of, uh, out of inglorious bastards. Right. He's just <laughs> gleefully such a good villain, bad, bad man right um and so that's fun but he is 
evil. I know, right? But he is he is so straightforward and sincere and okay with it. Like just it isn't just in the writing, but it was also like Jamie just rolled with it like no big deal. And it's lovely. It is a it is a lovely moment, and you're right, Mateo. You don't you don't ever see that. You know, like it's it's atypical, frankly. I so. love that it wasn't even brought up as like, you know, anything other than Aww. oh, this is my person. My person is a jeweler. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just so cool. It was so offhand, just so like casual. All right. So who's the, who's your friend, Mateo? I want to know. Oh, this is Timpani. I, I opened up my booth to air it out a bit, and she took this as an opportunity to investigate. And you have she... a cat named Timpani? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. You found the way to Kelly's heart. You've done That's it. That's awesome. That's yeah. so good. We, uh, we adopted her and uh, her brother, Fiddle. They were part of a, a litter of ah. orchestra babies that we fostered. Stop. Brilliant. Yeah. Symphony oh, and Fiddle. Oh, Mateo, I'm going to have to show you the script now. That's unfortunate. Uh. <laughs> Do their anyway. voices correspond to their names? Uh, well, so the first one we named was, uh, what was uh, Kazoo, because uh, when we found that they were dropped off at a police precinct, uh, uh, in Brooklyn. So, and we went to go pick them up. They were all very sick, uh, very malnourished, close to dying. Um, uh, and one of them had this crazy, uh, squeak that sounded like a kazoo. So I named her kazoo. Uh, and naturally after that, we had a tuba who was the smallest one. We had timpani and Tom Tom who are the two gray babies. Uh, and then there was fiddle who just had a, a fiddle like look to him. So Nice. And where now you have Fiddle and Timpani? Do the others have get other homes? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we we have uh, oh she's climbing onto the thing. Uh, we have those, uh, and then a couple of other cats as well. We foster a lot. <laughs> so. Wow, you're a good human and a brave one. Don't have any cats? Yeah, they all are, right. Luckily, they went to friends. So oh, so sweet though. Um, so the 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 question I like to go around like close out with generally. Um, although I'm having fun, we could keep doing this for hours, I get, but uh, I, I understand that people want to sleep. I, I got the grave more. Um, what was your favorite moment? Uh, and it doesn't have to be just even for your character, just in going through the script in those moments, uh, you know, with, with the table read or like in looking at the script on your own, what, what is a moment that like that, that, that struck you that you really like remember from, from, uh, from recording. And I'm going to reverse direction on you again. And I'm going to start at the bottom with Sabia. <laughs> okay. Um, this one's probably the easiest question for me that you've asked. I love the pizza moments. Um, <laughs> watching all the girls come together and, um, you know, investigate and put all their their research together, and cat drinking the bourbon, and like I just yeah, yeah. I love that whole scene. I feel like everyone is so authentic. All the characters are just so real, and like they don't care. Like they're all just about like getting to the end goal, and um, their personalities like unravel, and they all have to just kind of accept each other. And I really love that. All right. That's yes. The hotel scene. Josh and I know it well. The hotel. All right. Uh, Mateo. Ooh. Uh, let's 
uh, man, it's hard to beat the ball kicking moment. Like, uh, it was just, just beautiful at every recording the reaction and uh, just uh, during the table read, getting to hear that. It was great all around. All right. Okay. Anasini. I'm like so scared to answer any question because I can't be trusted today. <laughs> I, you know, I love doing this and I love you. And oh my yes. God. I, yes. 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 Of course. Oh my God. Of course. I'm such a dork. I should. Anyways. Gonna... We all are on a city. We're, we, we, we just recorded a DC universe. Thing. Like if that doesn't define us as dorks, nothing does. Yeah, I, was gonna say, oh I, I make a fan fiction podcast as my income. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. My Whoop, my yeah. favorite part. Um, it's it's gotta be Kat's character. Anytime she came into the room, I think I'd never met this actress, and she was recording from L.A. Is that right? Yeah, Stars Stars lives in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So I I guess like. So I hadn't heard anybody's voices and I, I didn't know what people were going to bring as like a, a character voice. And so my favorite part was every time somebody opened their mouth and especially if it was like an actor who was playing like two different people, I can never keep like a, an accent straight. Like I'll start maybe in New Zealand and end up in like South Africa on accident. Like I just <laughs> not good at that. And so it was so cool to me every time somebody would like come in and it was like a new voice, but it was the same dude. And I like, I, I, it's just, it's so amazing to me. But Kat's character was hilarious because I mean, if we were in a room together, just, I could just see her like throwing open the door, coming in like she owned the place. And then it was also, I loved the moments where she kept saying Iris's name wrong and she'd like call Iris something else. And it'd be yeah. like, and you know, I'd be like, it's I Iris. Mean- yeah, Eileen, and I'd be so it was really funny, and I I loved it. I felt like that moment it wasn't even playing because when it happened, I was really like, "What the fuck, dude? That's not my name." <laughs> my name is Iris. And so it was just it was really really cool because yeah, I mean, I read it, but to hear it live with everyone, it was probably like the closest to like live stage acting to have to like bounce off of that energy. Mm-hmm. It was really really cool, but um. The, the different voices for everyone for me that that was that was so okay. cool all right Bridget um I think my favorite moment was actually the moment before the ball kicking um the pre-ball, pre-ball kick yeah <laughs> yes. Yes. um but First it was the kickoff That's tailgating the kickoff yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah the tailgate party tailgate party yeah hut 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 um <laughs> That's my one sports reference. Uh, right, but well, good job. You've used thank it well. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is all Correct I know sports. of the sports. <laughs> good job on the, the sports. sports. Yeah, um, sports. But I, I love that moment so much because uh, it's it's a moment that uh, I know that like girls have in real life where you just turn to your group of girlfriends and like make your eyes slightly bigger and then they know exactly what you're thinking. And like, oh yes, I understand the plan. I understand all of the context. I know exactly what to do. And like, it's just such an honest like moment between friends, which is just like, just go along with it. Cause you know, it's, it's just, it's nice. It was, it was a nice like 
human moment between a bunch of characters. Super the fun. best part of that of that story, Bridget, honest to God, was you said you said like you make big eyes and turn to your friends, and the other two women here on the screen, both honesty and Sabia, both immediately like grinned in recognition. I'm like, all right, so that's yeah. clearly a thing. Like, everybody, that's, everybody that's knows a real the, thing. Every woman knows the get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Everyone does the oh no, and like, yeah. and then and then all the women around you just mobilize. Yeah, like it's it's a it's a superpower. That's it's the real thing. I, I couldn't I couldn't give you the sound effect. I couldn't like give you a sound effect to give the eyes, but I gave you a harp. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, what'd you say, Robbie? The funniest thing about that is that I've seen that as the guy, and I've also seen that as one of the girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. very different as one of the girls. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It's sort of like, well, there's more of an edge to it, I suspect, as one of the girls than, than usually for a guy. It's a call to action as one of the girls. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's exactly yeah. what I felt like. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's my time. <laughs> Things happening. Realizing yeah. that it was at me, I was like, oh, this is all <laughs> gone wrong. Yeah, just, no. I, have, I have clearly done something bad. I have made a mistake. I should go. Um, All right, Robbie, you're actually your last up. What? uh, I'm glad that was an intro for that. Um, Yes. uh, hmm. Yay, ball kicking. My my favorite moment of this was as I was reading it, and I realized that the women were going to do their thing on their own. They weren't going to be like, "So, Superman, can you come in?" Hey, Flash, can you come in? You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, shit, this is a Nancy Drew mystery with Lois Lane and Iris. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Because it's like birds of prey except, you know, uh, news reporters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who are yeah. just doing the shit. I, to- I would watch all of the seasons on the CW that they come out with unless they make them all 22. Then I'll be mad. But... I would watch this as as a show just to have them all because as you said Lois Lane is the OG investigative journalist of the DC universe. Let's not kid ourselves. No, yeah. Iris Allen Iris West Allen is also well respected as is Vicky Vale. Cat Grant is just very very funny. Oh yeah. And all together, just having the girl squad, it was, um, oh, God, what was the name of that uh, girl group in Pulp Fiction? Uh, oh, I, I know what you're talking about. The, uh, f- f- Fox Force 5. Fox, Fox Force 5. I just kept calling it gangbusters. Sisters are doing it for themselves. <laughs> like, rainbow. You know what I mean? Like, it was going to be, I, I would love... Mm, I love that. And then continuing to read on, uh, I think it it made me so happy because as a person who has read comic books my entire life, you never see that. It's always the guy swoops in and saves the yeah. damsels in distress. And I had always maintained from Jump Street that Lois Lane could, I mean, friggin' Margot Kidder would have beat the crap out of most people. So I was like, why are you guys saying that Lois Lane needs help? Clearly she's a badass. She knows what she's doing. I don't know why you guys are tripping. So that was my favorite part. All right. I always call I it will... gangbusters. It's great. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will cop to uh, the moment that surprised me the most or, and, and mixes with that to piggyback off what Robbie said was when John originally pitched the idea, um, my concern, although I did not voice it at the time was okay, but there's no superhero in this. Are, are we, are we, are we too far out of, out of the realm of, of engagement? Right. And when I read the script, I was like, not a problem. That is the best feeling in the world to be like, all right, I'm a little concerned because we don't have Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman. We don't have the Flash. We don't have Green Lantern. We don't have, and uh, is, will it work? And the answer was, yep, it works great. Don't need them. They, in fact, they would be in the way in this story. So those well, kudos to you, Jim. Favorite issues, like those digital issues where it'd be yeah. like, well, you know, Thor is off doing something. Let's follow Jane Foster. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, nice. Okay. It, a little slice of life kind of defenders level action. Let's yeah. do this. And it 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 works really well. So so ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for taking the time out to talk with us. It has been it 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 really was a joy to record with you, and it has been great fun talking to you all. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, before we part ways, uh, for anybody, is there anything coming up for any of you that you would like to plug? <laughs> um, Tomorrow I will be waking up in my bedroom again. <laughs> That's okay. Let's. You know what? Congratulations, Sabia. Bia's had a, a, a tough run. She hasn't always woken up in her bedroom. I don't really want to get into the commentary. On it. But, you know, that's congratulations. Good on you. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just you know impressed and jealous uh, personally. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, for those who don't know, Robbie, we don't know where Robbie is. The background is murky at best. We think he's outside. We're not sure. He, you know, we're just glad. We're glad he made it and he's safe. That's, that's really. I hope you, you are re still had recorded that, that the light just blew, like, as you were saying that. It was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We got All it. All right. Well, anybody else? All kidding aside, anything coming up? Uh, I I play D&D &D sometimes. If you guys are on, uh, if you guys want to check out uh, twitch.tv slash fabled42. Um, I just started a, a brand new game on there with a couple incredibly talented human folk. Uh, it's called Monster of the Week. And uh, <laughs> yeah, if anybody's played Monster of the Week, it's super fun. I, I play a 70-year-old woman who talks to ghosts and uh, also has telepathy. So it's straight. Yeah, give me those tools and there will only be chaos to pay. So um, come watch me. Uh, you know, hunt monsters in New Mexico, or uh, if that Excellent. doesn't tickle your fancy, I also play uh, D and D on there, and we have a really great series uh, about wizards. It's basically Hogwarts, but D and D. Is so, that yeah. now? Is that Bridget? Is that a live Twitch that we should catch, or is that just in the stream and we can go look it up? Uh, yeah, they are all uh, already in the stream. Um, future episodes are uh, coming soon. I mostly play on Fridays. Um, all right. So yeah. Come, come watch. Come watch. Yeah. There's incredibly talented people on that network. Nicely, nicely. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, on Thursday, I'm also going to be playing D and D. It's not going to be streamed, but if you want to stand outside, like the window, um, <laughs> watch quarantine issues. So, which borough are you in? Uh, Brooklyn. 
But yeah, I'm not. I don't. I'm sorry. Not doing that. I'm in Queens. That's too fucking far. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, nope. You know, along the same lines, tomorrow I will be teaching high schoolers and probably making D and D references and having them all go. Takes a pull from vape pen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what? Can I hit that jewel? Yeah. I, can hit. Wow. Uh, I had a kid TikTok. pull out a jewel and try to smoke it in the classroom. And I'm like, I'm going to watch you. You're going to exhale. Yeah. Soon. Soon. And if he doesn't, something's terribly wrong. Or you have and an there alien. There it is. You okay. Know, there you right. go. Comes out uh, the ears. Pro, yeah, proof of extraterrestrial life, if right that there. If happened, I'd be impressed. I know. Yeah, then he can do the. Then he can smoke through the smoke. eyelids. If you're gonna through do the that, eyelids. Yeah. smoke doesn't come out of y'all's ears when you guys. <laughs> Only when I'm mad. Only when I'm mad. A terrible sinus infection. It's just not. Nothing's coming out of the nose. It's all coming out the ears. <laughs> That's something terrible. There's a, there's you, don't a need, you don't need Q-tips if you can breathe out of your ears. That's all oh, I'm saying. <laughs> Blow that right out. All right. So Wednesday, <laughs> January, approximately eight days from now, I will be on Wednesday, January 20th. I will be planted on my couch with a bottle of champagne, trying not to have an anxiety attack. So uh, say we all. How's so that all. different from today? I know. <laughs> <laughs> today he's not yeah. drinking champagne. That's the only difference. Today it's just Miller Light. I'm yeah, sorry. We, I can't be held accountable for the moods. I he has a Schlitz today. That's yeah, what we, yeah, we switched to the sparkling <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we get fancy for anxiety. Just regular oh, yeah. depression well, just gets yeah. straight. Lager, baby. Yeah. <laughs> for regular depression, you don't yeah. need anything Brooklyn better Lager. than Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. Like, right. That's really, that'll get it done. Uh, Brooklyn regular Brooklyn depression gets yeah. Four Loco. Like, yeah. that's all That's all we're going to spend on. <laughs> four Loco! Come on, Four Loco. Do they make Four Loco anymore? I might be showing my age. they do. No, they Yes, I think someone died. Don and Robbie and I are here, and you're showing your age. That's the best part. Listen, a four loco is just like I don't know. It's like it's like like government assistance, but for like alcohol. You know, what I mean? <laughs> well, it's like affordable, affordable. It's stimulus alcohol. It's government assistance for alcoholics. We understand it's expensive to be an alcoholic. <laughs> So That's we've come up with things. four loco. Yeah, you can kill yourself for much cheaper. One night and four dollars. Four loco is the new stimulus check. Everybody just gets a can of four loco. Be lucky, and we should feel lucky. You just open up your mailbox. Send me a case. Four loco. Thank Mitch. Thank you, Mitch. Mitch. Someone who's drinking Vela right now. I approve this message. Honestly, bingo. I think I found the clip for our cold open of the episode. Which is the four loco. Once you do the four loco, and then we just go straight into the end. Just straight into the episode. No explanations needed. My mom's going to be so proud. I know. Uh, All right. Thank you. All kidding aside, thank you all so much on behalf of myself and, and everybody. Uh, at at uh, April, I always want to say don't sue us, please, but it's April is the cruelest month. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys were awesome. You were awesome to talk to today. You were awesome to record. Um, really, it's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank all. you guys very thank much. You. I'm, I'm yes. very, very glad that that you guys did such a wonderful job of the script. I'm really glad that you liked the script. <laughs> 
I, I was really, I was really worried. I was like, how do I make this a screwball comedy without making wants. women like without, I really had a lot, a difficult time going, does this pass the Bechdel test? Does this, does this really? I got a phone call right after the table read from John worrying about if it like right out, like we had finished the table read and then I got a phone call, like maybe the next morning, but I think it was that night. Um, I think so, it was that night. Do you think it, do you think it works? And I'm like, yeah, it totally works. This is great. See, and when John called me after the table read, I was like, no, John, it's terrible. And I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Just slammed the receiver. A Just bunch like, of times. don't call me again. Never call me on this number. Like, yeah. <laughs> thrown into the Hudson. It was so uh, my girl Friday. It was uh, was a Christmas in Connecticut with Hepburn and Cary Grant. It was all those cool things. Christmas in Connecticut. Now that is obscure. That's a good I'm, gonna, one. I'm yeah. golf clapping that. That's, that's, a good one. One. that's good. That's a good one. Seriously. Thanks for listening to another episode of the behind the scenes content for the Cruelest Month. You can find us on all social media platforms at the Cruelest Month Podcast. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the superhero podcast. Thanks for listening.